podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Uh, hello and welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey! hey. Pod two six seven sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing board you need. Go to Vector Credit K. Vector. Okay. Uh, hey. <laughs> and JCIS, a global research brand consultancy from South London. Visit jci.nice.com. I think I will. Or you think you will? No, I will. You, I will. I, I definitely will. Um, it's a tr- it's a trio today. Ooh, a tr- well, it might be a, uh, a foursome, but one of the four is pretending to be all in bed at the moment. Whereas one of the trio actually is ill and yeah. still here. I'm just sick, man. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't ill enough to rip open that packet of biscuits I bought you, though. Well, salty, shout, salty caramel. Famously good for colds. <laughs> very, very middle-class voice, yeah. And at the top is always salted caramel. Oh, lovely. <laughs> nice. I'm this is breakfast. <laughs> and then ruined it by dropping a bit in his lemon and ginger tea. Yeah. Well, I am from Amersham. That's so. true. Yes, it's an afternoon pod. It's a tea party pod. It's so. a mid-afternoon. Yes, yes, a tea party pod. Yeah. And how are we feeling, Kevin Day and James Endicott? No, I'm not. Well, I feel I feel fine physically. I'm slightly distressed by the performance and the result and the penalty the other night. I just feel. I think we hinted this in the last part. I just I'm not worried about anything. I don't think we'll go down, but I'm not excited. And I thought I would be excited at this stage of the season. Mm. And it's just the consolation is we're not playing at all well, but we're still mid-table. And if we get a win on Saturday, which we probably won't, but we'd be up a mid-table. Just <laughs> something not quite right. But we're not. There's something not quite right, and we're still mid-table. So that's what. I'm yeah, it's just, it's just all a bit flat, isn't it? it yeah. Is, yeah, it's it all a bit flat for various reasons, which, which I'm sure we'll go into. Yeah, and you know, we could talk about individual errors, but you know, there just seems to be a bit of a malaise around everything at the moment. Well, I'm going to I'm going to make a point of order here, as our learned legal friend is here. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a mistake by Sacco. It wasn't an error. The, uh, it wasn't the penalty. It wasn't an error. He did it deliberately. But I, I will been say told not to do it, and he he did what he. And so it's not a mistake. I've said on this pod, Gerard slipping over is a mistake. I've <laughs> seen. I've seen. I've said on this pod so many times that you know I worry. So, I, every time yeah. he gets the ball, I worry. And mm-hmm. every single game, he makes a mistake. And I've been told to shut up by a lot of people, friends yeah. of mine, just say, "Oh, yeah. he's a he's a legend already. He's a brilliant." No, he, he worries me every single time. He is. He is a good defender, and he, he's a good he, defender. But he's every undoubtedly has game. improved our defense. Yes, but every single game he does something stupid. In the last two games, he's cost us points. There's no, there's no yeah. doubt with with the miss against Newcastle yeah. and with the penalty, he's cost us four points in the last mm. two games. And your friend shouldn't have a go at you because there is everybody knows that about him. There's there's a mistake, and the the good thing about Newcastle is he got the defensive mistake over in the first five minutes. Well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But he, he is a, a thing, and we laugh about the fact that he's telegraphed passes, but he's started to be. He's becoming been a liability. Noticed. He's become a little bit of a liability. And, and yes, he, I think Hennessy's a better goalkeeper with Sacco and, and Tompkins. Yeah. And yes, yes that's our, that our, I think that's our, our first choice back four, and it should be. Yeah. But that 
was shocking behaviour from an experienced defender because that's a defender who the referee had warned him quite clearly mm. and to replicate the behaviour was just idiocy. And it, to me, that indicates a player that is either not scared of the manager or has no respect for the manager or his, or his teammates because he didn't look as though he was particularly ready to apologise to the players for well, I mean, done it. He didn't Roy, look that, that chastened or humble. He looked, um, he looked surprised that it had been given, which I think is a weird reaction when you... You, you'll feel someone on your arm when you've yeah, done that. Yeah. When you, and Roy came out after the game in the press conference and said, well, you know, he didn't say it wasn't a penalty, but he said, well, the players will be aggrieved to giving it away. But Endicott, it, was, it, it, was a, it was an arm in the face. It, it arm, looked intentional. Although you could, looking at the replay, you could suggest that it was Lerma, wasn't it? The midfielder for Bournemouth possibly had pushed Sacco first. Possibly, but is that enough to then... But the uh, thing is, you know, as Kev says, you know, you, that much experience, something like Sacco, you, you don't put your arm up like that and your elbow like that in in the penalty area, yeah. you yeah. just don't do it. I mean, I'm, I'm sh- let's be honest. Look, I'm sure he didn't do it on purpose. I'm sure he didn't jump up to try and elbow the guy in the face. Yeah. But he jumped up with his arms like that and his elbow out, and knowing that there'd be a player around him. He's, and he'd just been told. He'd just been told. He'd been given a chance. He'd been given a lifeline by the ref. He clearly just, moved his arm back, and at least because Hodgson said, I'd, "I'd rather have lost to a better goal." Yeah, which I didn't quite understand. No. But then Hodgson did later on say, "Well, I've seen it now," and. You, he gave the referee an easy decision to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact is, he didn't just put his arms out to stop somebody getting near him. He, he moved his arm back. And if it had been the other way around, we'd be we'd be dying for a penalty. And if yeah. the thing is with the penalty against Liverpool, which I still don't think was a penalty, and we've got the same referee on Saturday, he made it very easy for the ref to give that penalty against Liverpool yeah. by defending in a way that an experienced defender shouldn't do. Does it feel like then that, you know, we've had him for... since? what, January 2017 now, so a year and a half now at Palace, mm. does it feel like he hasn't learned from all of these kind of little errors? Or is it just something that players I like that just I think have? it's just him, isn't it? It's just... just and it's just him being him. It's him being him. You know, and for, for all the good things, you know, you, you said yourself, he's a great defender. You know, he's, he's, he's one of our better defenders. But... Is it like Wilf? Is it like Wilf? We talk about Wilf's reaction to stuff, but you can't have that without the, the ability. Possibly. So can you not have these Sacco yeah. things without Wilf's, the rest of it? Wilf's... Wilf can make mistakes and not give goals away. That's the yeah, problem. And the, that, yeah. the thing is that Sacco is clearly a good defender, but Klopp identified quite early on that he yeah. wanted him replaced yeah. for not only not just for on-field reasons, but off-field reasons, which comes back to my point about not being worried about the manager. And none of the top six, top eight, none of the top European clubs were clamouring to get him. So yeah, he's a good player at our level, but he's good enough to not behave like that especially I mean that's if yeah Mike, Mike Dean's a law unto himself sometimes mm. and if Mike Dean hadn't warned him and he'd given that you'd go hang on mate you're going to be giving 15 penalties away a game but he told him not to do it yeah. so that's the that's the frustrating thing and, the, and also as well because that would have been a, a point that we didn't deserve it would have yeah. been it would have been a morale boosting point absolutely yeah. that against we, a team that you know playing well a, a team with a really good home record yeah and I don't care what people say about our improved second half performance it's like saying we're better than we were this time last season because we improved on a dismal first half performance we wouldn't have deserved a point out of that game and if we'd got a point out of that game you'd have said that's great that's battling yeah. qualities that's resilience yeah, yeah. we got a stroke of luck with a goal which was offside but at least we, we deserved it because we were going forward and mm. showed a bit of passion and the fullbacks last started crossing the line again and Wilf was playing where he should be mm. and then he you, know, you you take it on the chin if it's a and also the people who are blaming Hennessy. It's not Hennessy's fault. For what? Who's blaming Hennessy? Well, guess, guess, for start, <laughs> for, for not second-guessing what the penalty take. You know. Nah, you but can't. It's, it's, Keepers never expected to save a penalty. Yeah, no, but it's... it's. 
I've, just on Sacco, before I've distracted we distracted myself. Then before by, we move on, because I do want to, I do want to talk yeah. about our sort of reaction in the second half, which was, the first twenty minutes was decent. Um, Will Luck and Neil North, I will. I have both will. tweeted in with similar questions. I think I know what you're going to say to this. But it says, "Is it time for Sacco to be dropped?" Silly pens against Liverpool and Bournemouth. Lucky not to concede one at Fulham. Remember that? Again, on yeah. Scherler. Yeah. Plus, Mr. Sitter against Liverpool. Mike Cooling just adds, Hi, why Sacco, why? But I don't think anyone is really kind of calling for him to be dropped. Are they? It's, just, it's just cutting out these little things. It's, yeah, but the thing is, these are, you talk to any Liverpool fan and they'll, they'll say the same. You know, they, yeah. they, they were all cock-a-hoop the fact they got like 20-odd million for yeah. him. Yeah. You know, they just said he does that. He's, you know, I've got a really good mate of mine who's a Liverpool fan. He just said he's, he's, he's just a loose cannon. He'll do something stupid every single game. Yeah. And, and he does for us. He does it every single game. Most of the time he gets away with yeah. it. Most of the time. Every now and again, like the other night, it doesn't get away with it. And it just reflects... What it does, it just saps the morale out of the team. Mm. It just saps the energy out of the team because they look and they're, they are battling for a point that they probably didn't deserve. Yeah. You know, great, good 20 minutes the beginning of the second half. And, and then something like that happens and the rest of the team just like going, well, what the, what the hell was all that for? Yeah. I mean, yeah. quite, quite often, he, he rescues himself... Yeah. Yes, and yes, it looks true. and it looks spectacular, and everyone's on their feet going, "That's brilliant!" Forgetting that a split second earlier, it's him who made the back pass yeah. in the first place. He does rescue us as well a lot. Yeah, he, yeah, he does. Us. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's it's difficult to work out in the balance how many times he's rescued us and how many times he's put us in the. Mm. And you you can't really blame him for not winning the game against Newcastle because no. it was a defender's header. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not blaming him for that. No, but I am blaming him still, for the other night. Yeah, and but, I'm not blaming yeah. him for losing. You know, I, I think the whole the whole performance should be looked at. Yeah. We can't use yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. We oh, can't use him yeah. as a scapegoat yeah. for yeah. for that performance yeah. on Monday night because it was shocking. Yeah. yeah, it just it was just that was like the the cherry on the cake in in, in reverse. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I thought it was interesting as well because I watching the game and then afterwards because I tweeted and I thought I was going to get slaughtered for tweeting it and that's that's you know it's lack of goal scoring apart we miss Benteke Mm. and I thought that's why I put I'm going to hide behind the sofa now as I thought but of the very many many replies I got only two said what are you talking about (laughs) all the rest said we absolutely miss him and we really do and he's actually had a good three games the three games he's missed he's had a good three games (laughs) because we we all said he's turned a corner (laughs) (laughs) but we did we did all say before he was injured we all said and I know John Curran and of course we have to take his opinions very seriously because he sponsors the pod yeah. to the tune of I, will. I think £250,000 a season <laughs> but, but John, it's expensive in amateur mate John's got a, a big downer on Benteke and I, yeah. I, and I fully understand the logic of anyone who does but he was playing well without scoring goals he's a focal point he's stronger and more turns out more mobile than I which, who thought but he does take defenders towards him Yeah, he does hold the ball up really well for Townsend and, and Zaha and we're not we're not firing up front without him but the midfield is just well on, ben, on Benteke we have had a few questions I'm going to chuck it in now Rob Braley Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. says will Palace fans now leave Benteke alone seeing how much we struggled without him it is funny isn't it Enders that it, that it's it almost like the Kabai thing when Kabai's not in the team and yeah. they've gone now yeah. you realise yeah. how much you miss him actually <laughs> Benteke is probably the same I, th- I, I agree with you I think you know it is highlighting how much how well he has been playing without scoring. Mm. But the problem is when you're a centre forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're expected to score. Yeah, yeah. And it, I don't, you know, he could play every single game for the rest of the season and score one goal. And yeah. that really is not a great season. Even if he plays well. Even if he plays well, it's not a great season because well, he's it, there to score goals. Yeah, yeah. It is if other players score goals. Well, yeah. Around, yeah, which no making, one's doing. He's making that happen. Which no yeah. one's doing, yeah. And yeah, the fact is, I don't think he's going to come back and, you know, if he were to start on Saturday, which he won't, I'm not suggesting we'd win 3 0, but he clearly, we're not functioning up front. 
as we're, we're, we're not. We're really not functioning mm. in Anywhere, the front really. six, really. And we have our questions on that from McKay Chawasi. Hi, McKay. I'm sorry, I probably got that wrong. Who says, why has it been so hard to create chances recently? And Stephen has put, hi, at Stephen. Bournemouth... Sorry, hi, Stephen. At Bournemouth, at times, we looked too nervous to attack, almost too patient, even when chasing the game. Adding a striker in January might help this, but what's the short-term solution? We are we are struggling a bit, aren't we, what to did, do that? Yes, we are. We are struggling. I think, you know, a lot of it is the fact that um, Wilf is sort of getting the credit he deserves from the opposition. Yeah. So he's yes. totally being, he's getting totally crowded out and he, and he can't move. And they, they know exactly what to do. And it's yeah. not, I'm not just talking about fouling him because I don't think Bournemouth were particularly fouling him the other night. Yeah. For once. For once. But, well, Newcastle they, didn't but, even, but, they, but they totally got him out of the game. Um, and I think that's because we it shows our reliance on that one player. Yeah. And obviously, and, you know, we all know we're lacking something in midfield. We're just lacking somebody. We're just lacking somebody who can put their foot on the ball and have a look around and make a pass. Well, that, like, you know what we need? You know what we need? I don't know if you saw the... the I didn't watch the Spurs-Barcelona um, game last night. But from all accounts, Messi just ran the game. I'm not saying we need... We need well, Salon and Messi. We need... What? We need, but we need, it proves that you need a player. Just a, One player can change a game. And it's usually that midfield. But well, it's usually Wilf. That's an interesting well, yeah. point, though, because... I was listening to Five Live last night before the Tottenham Barcelona game, and uh, Mark Chapman was saying, "Well, you know, Barcelona have increasingly reliant on Messi." And Guillaume Balaga, who's a Spanish football expert, laughed at me. Well, of course they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every football. There's not a football team in the world that wouldn't be reliant on Messi. Exactly. If you, if you had, and it's the same with Wilf. Yeah. yeah, we've said this before that 18 teams in the Premier League would be reliant on Wilf if Wilf yeah, played course, for them. Yeah. So I don't think that's a good question anymore. But that's a really interesting point about the players looking nervous because I've and I think it comes back to the manager's instructions because Roy's gone back to this time last year we're playing as though Roy's has taken us over we've gone back to we like we're playing for a point from the start yeah. and we're looking timid and cautious and we're reacting to things rather than making things happen and in the first half same as the first half against Newcastle even when we're 1-0 down they didn't look like they wanted to get forward no. and why are we doing is that I, I don't know you need to ask Roy but that's how it looks and, and I don't know whether the, it's the players lack of confidence and Roy's adjusting the tactics to that or whether the tactics are making the players confident. Again, we can ask the question about whether they're missing Stephen Reid because it, it does, yeah. the t- timing coincides. And the Kabay and Ruben but factor. The, we'd love to mm. cheat definitely, but the midfield, you know, for the for the first four weeks of the season, we were saying at least McArthur's playing well. And yeah. Now we're saying not even McArthur's not even <laughs> yeah, playing yeah, now. Yeah. But there's no, whatever combination he tries, Meyer at least is positive and tries to win, but whatever combination of three he tries in midfield, yeah, one of, one of them was, will have a half decent game and the other two are misfiring and it's, it's and Luca say, we've which, talked about if you're going to drop anyone Luca's the one who's got to take he's, uh, he's, he needs he needs a rest he needs a rest he was shocking the other night let's whether, be honest whether it's the World Cup whether it's the Serbia situation he's, yeah. he needs a rest he's, everything that he was good at he's not he's doing not good at. and there, I mean Kiate yeah. is almost you know not like for like but you know could, could slot in could, and, yeah, and, and yeah, do that yeah. Yeah. just and, on the Wilf thing he's become really reliant on MacArthur as well and it's like MacArthur. I don't understand that MacArthur's not uh, Wilf on the left side. You, yeah, Wilf can't play as a, one of the front two like he tried to do in the first half. He's got to be wide on the left. Mm. McArthur can't do. Yeah, McArthur can play left side midfield, but not left wing, and it's just not. It's it's just Hodgson doesn't seem to know where to fit. He's decided he's got to play Ayu because Benteke's out, so he can't. Yeah. He has to have a centre forward. Mm. But I think Ayu, I mean I, th- I think Ayu is is quite a Roy sort of player in the industrious and puts himself about. <laughs> just on the Wilf thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bournemouth did very well to, to shackle him. He still set up a goal, you know, yes. and that yeah, is the yeah, quality yeah. you have from Will. Well, yeah, he will still that do was, that. It was incredible what he did. I mean, it was a brilliant move. It was one of the best moves of the whole game, actually, yeah. When, yeah. when Will put, yeah. put for, for, for the goal. But yeah, but we, but that, that's 
that's what we're lacking in the midfield. You see, we're lacking somebody who could just all of a sudden just turn it around. Well, like, what, like do, you, what do you think? There was one at the end of the first half when Wilf made a brilliant run, got on the inside, and Luca tried to play him in, and just ball yeah. went nowhere. But that's the thing when we equalised after Christmas last season. We would have gone on one and won that game. Yeah. But once, as soon as we equalised, that was like, oh, well, fine, we've got the point. We'll, yeah. we'll stick at that yeah. now. And Bournemouth at that time looked like we we would. I thought we were going to win the game, and it just stopped. Yeah. And that was it. Was a good time to score, you know. And we had that sort of that 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 spell after half time. You're talking about someone to make things happen. Obviously, Max Meyer had his first league start. Yeah. You know, a lot of us have been calling for him. Last week's yeah. pod, we all said <laughs> yeah, he should yeah. start. Yeah. What did he make of him, Kevin? Because he, he looked tidy. Do you think he is that guy to unlock defences for us? Or is it too early to tell? I, I've, yeah, I think it's too early to tell. I think it's probably... I think probably... And I was as guilty of this as anyone, you know, because I'm still... I'll admit this, even though I'm a middle-aged man, I still go to sleep the night before games thinking of who's going to score the fifth goal (laughs) (laughs) you do you have to you do occasionally which means I don't sleep the night after we lose games like that thinking it's my fault but (laughs) he looked he's one of those players that I want to see him start every home game Uh the jury's out on what he can do defensively but I think we need the last half hour against Newcastle we started looking at a home team I think he's got to a stage where we have to do what a lot of teams do and play different teams against different teams yeah it's 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 Lord and it's great. You know, Wolves have done really well picking the same seven eleven players week in week out because that's how they finish the championship. It, it doesn't work. Uh, Roy will try and pick the same eleven every week regardless of what happens. Yeah, and that seems to me he doesn't look at the other team's tactics. He doesn't look at the other team's players. And that's fine if you're Man City and you, you can think, well, they can worry about us, but we can't do that. And so I just yeah, think sometimes I mean, you have to say, look, Maya's going to be away from home, Kiati and, and... But is that down to look, a personnel? No, I'm sure, that, I'm sure they are obviously, you know, like uh, scrutinising the opposition and stuff. But is it down to the fact that we've said on this pod, um, depth is a bit of an issue. So maybe there aren't... He likes the first 11 because he knows what he's going to get from them. And maybe he doesn't trust the backups. Well, if there is an issue, then it's an issue we've discussed at Ad Infinitum. Yeah. Because the players, you know, Sherlock comes on and he looks a he looks a nice lad, but he he looks like a tall Patrick Bamford. Well, the only thing the only thing he did on Monday was give away the free kick that led to the the penalty. Yeah, Yeah, he does. He, I, I'm not having that at all. I'm not having him. I think he. Well, I think (laughs) I I think I think James is right. I think I think his agent and his people would say, well, see what he's like when he starts a game. It's impossible for him to come on. But none of the players we bought, AU. The amount of people I wish I had a fiver for the amount of people who've said people are stopping me in the street and say it got relegated last two last two Premier League clubs he was at. Oh really? Like, really? Yeah, yeah, Villa and Swansea. Uh, Ayu doesn't look again we've had yeah, and people challenge me about the, the signings that Allardyce brought in but we haven't we're just not bringing players in that are ready to go straight into the team. We have we haven't had a window as good as that since no and since we then, we haven't last January. Mike, we haven't replaced Goodbye. We certainly haven't replaced Loftus Cheek. And the Loftus Cheek one is starting to annoy me because you'd like to think they'd have, they'd have identified that. It seemed to me that we were waiting right up to the transfer window day to find out what Chelsea wanted. Yeah. Instead of saying to Chelsea. Or what the, Ruben from, wanted. Or, yeah, but instead of saying to Chelsea before the World Cup. Yeah. 
what's going to happen? You know, as soon as Sarri comes in, just go to find out. We've got contacts. Find yeah. out what, where yeah. he's going to be in the team. He's not even, he wasn't even in the squad. He didn't even go to Liverpool last week. Yeah. So he's clearly not in Sarri's plans. I so think Loftus, she came out last week and said that if there was a chance of coming back to Palace in January, he would do it. he'd take it. And so obviously that would be yeah. a big boost for us, wouldn't it? Yeah, but it would be an yeah, even bigger boost if we were six because he was here in, yeah, yeah. in August. So yeah. but again, it's typical of the way Palace go about their business sometimes. Yeah. It, it feels... <laughs> It's it's a weird situation looking back to this time last year after seven mm. games when we had no points and no goals and it was all doom and gloom. Looking at it now, it's it doesn't feel that much better. Even though we've got yeah. we've scored a few goals, we've got seven points yeah. on the board already. It seems like in a, I wouldn't say it's a worse situation, but in a, in a weird, twisted world, it probably well, does is. It feels the worst. like no sort of progress. Well, it's it's no feel, progress. Yeah. It almost feels like a retrograde step. I mean, yeah, I know we've got the points, but it doesn't feel we haven't built. Don't think we're building on anything. Yeah, and it just feels like it's all. There's just a general atmosphere around the club. All this nonsense with the HF as well doesn't add. It makes yeah. it all worse. It all seems as, 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 that feel good factor that we had at the end of last yeah. season. Yeah. It's, it's gone. Just gone. Yeah. It's all gone. It's gone. I mean, I we're, you know, and it's just, I don't know. What, there's so many different things you can point at, but there's something happening. And it's, it's just, not, there's something, right? There's something, there's something rotten in that state. I told you, half time at Watford. Something, something happened at half time at Watford. It's not a worse situation. You're absolutely right, James. It's not a worse situation than last year, but it is a more disappointing one. It is, exactly. That's, that's what because I'm we, we It's all not said, worse, but it, it feels more frustrating. Yeah. We all, we because all said, at least this time last year, we knew we had nothing. Well, the only way was up. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only way was up. Literally that was nothing it. to lose. There was nothing to lose. Yeah. Whereas and now, it's just like, Ah, and already yeah. we're asking, are there three fourteens worse than we are? Yeah, yeah. which yeah. which there are, which there are. Yeah, I don't yeah, think, are, I don't yeah. think we'll go down. But what's what's? what's, but I'm, what's but I'm not sure we could beat those three or fourteens. Well, That's at the, the moment, problem. At the moment. <laughs> not at the moment. But what's 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 so frustrating about it is that we all of us said the last pot of last season, which was a joyful occasion, mm-hmm. except there was one little almost autumnal moment ironically at the end where the, you could see the leaves falling and we all, <laughs> and we all wistfully looked forward me in particular because I knew that National Poetry Day you yeah, can tell <laughs> I knew there was a hot summer coming so I was obviously looking forward to the leaves falling but we all said in different ways this has got to be the last time we do this yeah we survive <laughs> and we we've said, said that for five years and we all said the first pod before this season started we said we all said this is it I can feel it in my bones <laughs> we're, we're making progress we're moving forward we beat Fulham we played really well against Liverpool. Gary Neville said, "This team, I guarantee, will finish in the top seven. <laughs> and we all blanked, thanks, Gary. We, I know, but we, all, but it all felt like that. It and did, it, yeah. but actually, it felt again, true, though. It felt yeah. true. First half against Watford, we played really well, yeah. and then since then, whatever's happened, it's, it's something's changed, and it's just, and it's so frustrating to watch the same players who so excited us. Mm-hmm. Most, mostly the same players who so excited. What's because what? How can you explain why Van Arnold and, and Luca and Sakura not going forward like they were. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In the sorry. first half against Newcastle, they barely crossed the halfway. How can you explain that? Yeah. So what's happened to their Joao de Vivre? What's happened to their power, well, their does pace? It, what's okay, to on their, the yeah. flip side then, to that, playing devil's advocate, does it not fill you with a bit of confidence that we've got the same players, bar yeah. and two, we've got the same manager, yeah. that actually we can ter- easily turn this around this team yeah, can still, easily start still, winning games yeah, and I, get us well, mid-table. Well, we managed to turn around this time last year by getting a different manager in. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I am. Well, we did. And yeah. I'm not suggesting we do that. No. But no. No way. Roy, you know, Roy's got. Roy's got to the the, the people around Roy have got to have a word with him and say, "Come on, we've got to sort this out." Because it's it is. Well, the I believe team. that will happen. I genuinely he, believe that. He will looks. Happen. He looks a little lost at the moment. He does. He does look lost. He looks. Again, that's why it feels like last year. He looks when he first came in last year and after the Southampton game. He looked totally baffled, and he, he's got that same demeanour at the moment. He's got the demeanour of a man who's not entirely sure what's unfolding in front of him. And again, I think the changes on the on the bench have clearly not 
clearly not helped. I, I, that might be too simple an excuse, but it, Roy, it, it all feels a bit last year. And Roy suddenly looks a bit older than before. And Roy, I, he's a manager. To, he's, he's a great manager. And of course, we want him to to leave on his when he wants to leave. Oh God, having yes. Got us, having got us into the Europa League final and whatever. <laughs> yeah. but, but there will come a stage Which, when you start yeah. to think. You know, if we don't get a positive result against Wolves, I don't know if you've noticed the next four games yeah, we've got. It is tricky. It's, but it's, I, the thing is, yeah. I still, I, I totally agree. And, and that run coming up is, I mean, it's not pretty at all. It's but. the only, to be fair, unlike last season when we had two really bad chunks, including one right then, this is the only bad run of games yeah, we've got. Yeah, we have actually got quite a sort of healthy fixture list. But yeah. I still, if there's anyone that can turn this around and... I do believe it's Roy. I genuinely I do. do. And, so and I agree that it, it doesn't feel like things are clicking. And I agree that he, he on the sidelines, sometimes has a demeanour of someone that's not quite sure what to do next, how to fix this, how to sort of sort it out. But he, he did last season. He's a very, very experienced manager. And I'm sure he's been here hundreds of times before. Oh, no, sure I, he think, I think he would change it around. But I think what's interesting is that last season, the last six games, when we played football that was really good to watch, yeah. it still wasn't his sort of football. It's in, in a way, it's like the f- last few games under Analyze when we played well. It's not you kind of got the feeling that Roy was maybe a bit put out. <laughs> I'm sure he wasn't. Put no, I'm sure out. he wasn't. But do you know what I mean? But he was football. And it's well, like, you mean it was a byproduct of kind of uh, whether it was, setting up. I don't know whether it was players wanted to play that way. Whether the it was the more coaches were involved. But we've gone back very much to playing the sort of football that Roy wants to play, and that's pretty much four four two. Whether we've got the personnel to play four four two or not, mm. and it's only when he changes that that. We start to look like a decent football. But is that like think, a, is that like a defence mechanism where like okay, things aren't going well, so I we're going back I to basics? So. I think he's he's a manager, of, and again, I want to make it plain before people start moaning. I, I don't want to change the manager. I think he's a fantastic manager. We'll get us out of it. But he's a manager from a generation for whom four four two for for twenty years four four two was the only formation in English football. And he went abroad and he coached abroad and he coached in different formations. But he comes back to England and he reverts to four four two. Because his generation is exactly the same as Harry Redknapp. If he mm. was to manage a team again, it'd be four four two. Allardyce basically four four two. Do you think unless they play with one? Is it not four three three? Is it sort of fluid four three three four four two sort of he thing we're doing? Always or? wants to play. He's always wants to play with a main striker and someone near the main striker, doesn't he? Yeah, basically. And if he's if he's making Wilf to someone near the main striker, yeah, it's fine. If 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 Dwight Gale's the, the four four two, great. I'm all for it. But when it's yeah, when it's been Techie and a, like it was against Southampton, which. Mm. Just so didn't work. It just it doesn't feel. There's just no balance there. It doesn't yeah. feel right, does it? Yeah. Any combination, really. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't quite feel well, right. Whatever it is that's stopping the fullbacks getting forward, we're really missing that because yeah. they were a great sort of Van Arnold, well, especially. Real asset. With, asset, yeah, Van Arnold, especially with his experience getting forward and his play. It's like Wan Bissaka got forward and caused chaos. Yeah. Well, we yeah. say that about shortly. Van Arnold. He did. Get a goal up yeah, yeah, he did. Well, he did. <laughs> he did but it's yeah, only yeah. when but things have changed, though, wouldn't yeah. it? And Kevin's right. Yeah. It is a, this season, it's a rarity of him yeah, doing yeah. that. You know, last season he was in the box four or five times a game. Yeah, He's just not yeah, at the moment. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right, and I think you're right. That that was so key to our game last season. Those yeah. fullbacks yeah. coming on, and they're, and they're just not. Can, can I sort of round off then part one with a question from Carl Mortimer? Hi, Carl. Oh, hi, Carl. Um, and it's about that. You know, obviously we've been critical tonight, but obviously that first 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, yeah, second yeah, half was really good. And Carl says, isn't it about time, time Roy did his halftime team talks before kickoff? I might just sort things out. It's very clever that Carl Moore, really. He is yeah, clever, but do you know guy. what? We've, at various times, we've been asked that question about Sam Allardyce, about yeah. Alan Pardew, yeah. about every manager we've had, because it's been a palace thing, apart from that purple patch last season and a couple of other spells with different managers. We can't put 90 minutes together. Yeah. 
we will have a good 20 minute spell but it's that's not enough mm. and it's it's that 20 minute spell invariably it's never it's like people talk about Max Mayer he's, maybe he's not fit well start him off then and take him off after an hour when we're three exactly. nil. what I don't understand is why the 20 minute spell apart he's from, always at the end of the yeah, game <laughs> or, or after we've gone one nil down yeah. apart from Brighton when the first 20 minutes yeah, was, yeah. was astounding and we should have been four nil up it it's it's nearly always a reaction to something that's happened. Is it a psychology thing? I think it's. A, I think the you thing I mean? is. Like, I think <coughs> Solo's part. The players will be well aware when they walk out on the pitch on Saturday that they haven't scored at home. Yeah, yeah. They'll be well aware of that. So the first chance that comes to them, they're not going to be relaxed and happy. Somebody will snatch at that chance, and the chances they miss it, and then they go, "Oh Christ, we can't score at home." So yeah. what was, of what was it's really, psychological? And then what everybody really goes, "This because the HF aren't there." And then you know, what was really disappointing well, for they, me is that you know, then last season when we were playing some of the bigger teams or we we're just going at them for the first 20 yeah. minutes so we we're just we we're like we we're out we we're out of the traps like a ground out of the traps what was disappointing about the game the other night it's like th- they were all over us in yeah. the first 10 15 yeah, minutes yeah, right? yeah, they, yeah. they scored but we were we were the whole first half we were second best at everything yeah, yeah. and we didn't even look like getting the ball that we were so out of our depth i just what happens to that team it's the beginning of a game you go out there, you go hell for them. We know what our strengths are. Get it out of the wings. Get them, get it, just do what we're good at. Yeah. But we didn't, and well, we don't. And I don't, I don't quite understand where that's coming, why well, that's not happening. It was even worse against Newcastle. A team, 26,000 Palace fans know that they're the most defensive team in the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, We know that they're going to sit back right at the start. Score a goal in the first 10 minutes. They're not going to get two goals. Yeah. They're not going to get any goals. They're not going to get any goals. It's simple as that. Go for them. We're at home. Yeah. That's what we're not... We haven't... Against Liverpool, right, fair enough. I understand that. Of course, I fully understand that's how you want to play against one of the best teams in Europe. And it nearly works. <coughs> but otherwise, we're at home. We should be getting these teams on the back foot. Where it and I guarantee the Hodgson's probably... You know, Wolves are good entertaining, enterprising, attacking team. Mm. He'll, he'll be saying, let's keep it tight, let's bring him on to us, hit him on the brain. It's like, no. No, let's go, go for it. it. Yeah. Let's just go for it. Go they for won't it. be expecting that. No, they won't. Exactly. 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 They exactly will not. It's like yeah. a championship manager when he used to go like all out attack for the first 10 minutes. It always worked. Of course he did. So why would it work now? It's not rocky science. No. I'm nodding, but I haven't got <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> okay. Beauty, you had to flick him. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'd still flick him all out attack though, wouldn't you? Anyway. many fingers. Let's wrap up part one there in part two. We've got questions from our listeners. So join us in a bit. Uh, hello and welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey, fantastic! Two sixty-seven. Sponsored by for your printing board you needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector with Okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Good stuff. Um, just really quickly, the marathon march is next Saturday. Oh, are you sorry, feeling? lads, I'm not going. I'm not on it. Oh yeah, you're not on it. I'm not on yeah. it. We'll, we'll, we'll miss you. We genuinely will miss you. I still don't understand what that stops you training for it as well, though. <laughs> <laughs> you had any sense of solidarity? You know what? I've known you a long time, Kevin. That's the funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> you, are, you really are a comic genius, aren't you? <laughs> I did. Uh, I did 14 miles on Tuesday. Oh, sweet. Well, it was accidentally because I, <laughs> I, I only meant to do ten and I got lost. I got I got lost on Mitchum Common. <laughs> oh, that's good. The extra the extra four. No, I'll help you. Yeah, out. it did. Yeah, I was slightly panicky. <laughs> 
Anyway, I've only lived so for most of my life. So <laughs> most of anyway, we've had uh, some lots of donations from people, which is Thank very you, very kind. A few over the weekend, which is which is lovely. Um, please keep sending them in. Um, if you do get into a draw to win some stuff, ten pound donation gets you into the draw to win some FYP merchandise, Ooh. including some new stuff that I'm I'm working on. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, twenty five pound donation gets you into a draw to be on the pod extra. Mm. Sorry, don't free the pod. And a £50 donation. <laughs> get it in there now. £50 <laughs> donation gets you into draw to be on the, the full pod in this very room. Wow. And don't forget, all the money goes to the Palace for Life Foundation. A yep. lot of it, we're going towards those power chairs that we told you about, but yep. to various projects. And it's all, I mean, we, we are part of the club, but we're completely independent. So we're not financed by the club. So we yep. do have to raise our own money. So everything is it's really important. And that's that. why this money is all really welcomed and yeah, really important. Yeah. And, and, and also it's worth 160 Palace fans are doing it. Plus uh, the chairman, yeah. uh, and Mark Bright, Andy Johnson, of course. Neil Shipley. Neil, well, Neil Shipley is committed <laughs> to half. some of it. And, and Sasser Churchage, apparently. And, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I'm half expecting him to swing in on off a lamppost around <laughs> <laughs> about mile 10. It's going to be entertaining, at least. Yeah. He'll be dressed as a ninja. So <laughs> <laughs> he'll just appear at the window of the pub <laughs> with, a, with a full face spider tattoo that he's done for the, for the occasion. It's going to... I mean, you don't want to... It's going to be fun. S- starting a fight with Luka Milivojevic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so if you'd like to donate to us and enter into it's those not draws, be fun. it's fun. It's, it'd be fun to donate. It, it, well, the be first fun. few miles will be fun, and yeah, then, the bit yeah. in the pub afterwards, and the bit in the pub. Yeah, yeah. the second twenty-four miles were a bit of a yeah. Um, the second twenty-four miles. Second twenty-four. Oh, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no. Second few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Anyway, if you'd like to donate to us and enter yeah, into those draws, please do so. You go to justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash fyp podcast, which is all one word, and we would very much appreciate yeah. your donations. I'm sure, James. Endicott will be thinking of us while he does his poetry festival (laughs) (laughs) in Halifax. I will, yeah. I will. I will be thinking of it. You said that I will more. I will. will. (laughs) Okay, questions from our listeners. Son A has a question. Hi, son. Hi, son. They say, um, Steve Bruce got hit by a cabbage (laughs) for his last game in charge for Aston Villa. What would have your choice of veg been? Oh, oh, okay. And there's an extra bit about that. I'll say in a minute. What veg would I have thrown at Steve Bruce? I, I mean, he hasn't or said. Anybody. He's from Halifax. I'd say probably no, Steve no, Bruce. I don't, I don't, veg. Know veg. <laughs> I don't throw veg. I just eat veg. How did he get it in the ground? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I know the searches at Palace are rudimentary at <laughs> most, but I'd like to think that even the... The, the, the time wasters that well, we are would find a cabbage yeah. with their cursory pat of the pocket. Surely, it's quite impressive to get it in. It's, it's a proper impressive. sized cabbage as well. I thought I, would, I heard about. It. I thought it'd be a sort of big Brussels sprout. It was a proper it's big <laughs> Brussels. I thought <laughs> the cabbage is. Isn't it? <laughs> it's pretty much. I, th- I thought it was all joking aside, and we have got a history of, with Steve Bruce. Mm-hmm. But the way to deal with him is, is to come up with a witty song like. Bruce the elephant, not for our cabbage. I mean, it's just, and I feel but it worked. They sacked him. Well, they sat, also, I mean, the man lost his father and his mother within a month at the end of last season. Oh, so it's like, it's, it's, which I'm not saying football fans should take that into account, but you sort of should as a human you know, being. It is it's quite like, disrespectful to throw the cabbage. Or to be fair, their defence had quite a few leaks in it. So nice. Carry on. Oh. No, was that, was that the <laughs> Well, also, to be, you know, I'm sure Villa fans will be, uh, if they're, they're doing a Villa podcast, they'll be saying, what, that was a really Villa thing to do, to, to be tuning <laughs> yeah, yeah. up against a team at the bottom Villa. of the table, to, to go 3-2 down, Yannick equalises, yeah. and then they miss a penalty. And my favourite bit was when, as I just switched on, for the because they, they can show games live, they cut to the games from the results thing, and they said, oh, there's a penalty at Villa, and they cut to the penalty, and the the bloke comes in. He's never taken a penalty before. No. Oh my god! Just worst penalty. But so of course they're angry. But there's, there's. But, anyway, but then 
well, that's the trouble with football, isn't it? You know, Villa are a big club, so they have to be in the top six because mm-hmm. apparently that's how it works when yeah. you when you own a big club. Yeah. So they'll get somebody in. You know, if they go for the bloke from Brentford, the Villa fans will be furious. I guarantee it because one or two of them will be sensible. So that's good. That's because they'll they'll all want what Wolves have got. They'll want a Portuguese yeah, yeah. they've never heard of yeah. until and bankrolled by George Mendes. Yeah, yeah, anyway, more importantly, yeah. what vegetable would you throw? I I wouldn't. I would I'd oh. throw a witty verbal epithet. <laughs> <laughs> a bon mot. That's Can you I'd sneak throw. that in the ground I'd, as well? I'd, yeah. So you, I'd never search you for bon mots. It's the, last, it's the last thing they're expecting is a witty verbal epithet. You're not, you haven't got any witty, ver, witty verbal epithets. So, no, I've got a flair. Oh, you can have that. Uh, probably, a, probably a bag of frozen peas. Oh, that would hurt, wouldn't it? That would that hurt. Would, that would probably yeah, hurt, yeah. wouldn't it? Okay. It's hard to keep your dignity when you're having a cabbage thrown at you, though. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then you get sacked yeah. as well. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a bad way to go. And also, despite the fact it's a big cabbage, it didn't quite cover his head. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, okay, next question. Well, it's it's sort of a question from Kevin Gunner. Hi, Kevin. He says, he's done a bit of research for us. He says, Hodgson has previously... It's nice that somebody has on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Remember those days when he used to... Remember that book he used to turn on? Oh, yeah. I've still got it. On this day, yeah. 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 Do you want it back? Do you want it back? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> is he gonna is, on it's this, your, on it's this your, day I'm saying that on this day I nicked this book off James Endicott <laughs> it's your mate Neil's book isn't it yeah, my mate is Neil. he gonna do an updated version I do, well yes hopefully but yeah, yeah. I don't know ask him uh, well if he's listening please Neil, do Neil McSteen will please, please do, do Neil McSteen because it's a very good book it's a really interesting it's a book yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know I can't remember what it's like I've seen it for ages <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> Kevin Gunner says Hodgson has previously started five Premier League seasons as a manager here's his points record after seven games and finishing positions at the end of the season Blackburn 98 14 points and then he finished sixth Fulham 09 seven points finished seventh Fulham 10, 7 points, finished 12. Liverpool 11, 6 points, got fired. West Brom, 5 points, finished 10th. Does this give some assurance considering the season start of 7 points from 7 games being about average and the final league position? That is good research. That's a really, a very interesting piece of research, which you don't normally say after hearing pieces of research, but that is (laughs) research. 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 Yes, but I, I mean, it comes back to that question about why doesn't he do his half-time team talk yeah. before yeah. the game. It's like, it is reassuring research. It's very good research, mm. but it's... Thank you, we're safe. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, well, I think we are. I think we are, to, yeah, be, we are, to yeah. be honest. And I think, I do think Loftus-Cheek will come back in... You do? In, I, think, I think all the noises... I have, mind you, having said that, alert listeners will say, hang on, you said that in June, mm. but about <laughs> August. I do think Loftus-Cheek... I, Loftus Cheek's clearly not in Chelsea's plans, yeah. and in the middle of the season, you're not going to uproot yourself entirely. And I don't think uh, he'll want a permanent move in January. And I think we will get him back in. I think we will in, too. in January. Um, I think it'd be easier to get him back if we're mid-table rather than in what looks like the wrong end of a mid-table. So, I mean, but I've, I don't, I, I think we're stars. I think we're better than several teams in that division I think I think we're better than some teams above us to be perfectly yeah. honest and, and I, I think, think what it comes down to what we're saying earlier though is that yeah we will be safe but it's that pro- it's that progress thing it's that frustration it, that we it, should be doing a lot better it's just so it, frustrating it, it is that it, we know it's not that, enjoyable we know that if it wasn't for yeah, one or two yeah. one or two silly moments we could easily be on 12-13 points now and you'd be saying we'd be sitting there going wow we haven't played that well but we're on 13 points so it's it's just 
Oh, it's a word we've used all night. It's frustrating. It's Saka yeah. hadn't jumped up and elbowed that guy that yeah. would, have, would have got a point, we'd yeah, be saying, yeah. we played terribly, but we got a point. It's yeah. a good basis to start things yeah, moving yeah. forward. Or, the, whole, the, the whole mood of this point would be totally different. Or yeah. if Sacco hadn't jumped up with his arms like that, the attacker might have got above him and nodded it home and we'd have said, what are you doing? I'm so <laughs> pessimistic. No, no, but, no, but what I'm saying is you can't, you can't, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. fine margins. And my it's like, glasses are full, he hasn't even got a glass. I have, but it's smashed and headed towards my, <laughs> <laughs> headed towards my face. It's, uh, oh, and this bloke the other day, he's a real pet, he's like, did, apparently did chemistry at, at university, we we're actually glasses, it's half, oh. half empty, half full, it's, it's always half full, because it's half full of water and half full of air, so it's <sighs> It's always full. I hope you swore at him. Glasses always. He's new a fish, funny enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just it, yeah. Again, we, like we said, the Newcastle game. If the Tompkins one had gone in yeah. and not hit the bar, but doesn't that not make you think as well that those and then we say it a lot. Then these two kind of things even out a little bit, and yeah, they don't for us. I do. That's the thing. <laughs> well, they, they do. do for every they other club. do, and they have get done. Kevin, look, all right, get look. Kevin Gunner. Kevin Gunner has got the most decent bit. Of, you, I want you, Kevin. If you're listening, go back look. ten years, and you do your research about whether or not it's pick another any other club, pick Fulham. And then you'll see that it's even themselves out for them. And then look at ours, and it won't. I don't know how you do that statistically. <laughs> you know, I mean, it does even itself out. You know, the, the other day we got a goal, and it was clearly offside. Fair point. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Clearly, it was clearly offside. We got, away we, were, pe- we got away with the penalty at Fulham. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, so, yeah, yeah, and also, right. you could argue, and this is me being putting a very positive spin on it, yes, we didn't play well on Monday, but we still got to the 91st minute, whatever it was, one all against yeah. a good team. We were still in it. Yeah, we hadn't yeah. been hammered. We weren't 4 0 now. We only lost yeah. one point. Yeah. And we weren't, really? we weren't getting I'd, smashed. Points wise, I know. Also, I'd like to think as, as well, talking about evening things out, Michael Oliver is the referee on Saturday, the one who gave the penalty against Liverpool. Yeah. So you'd like to think that somebody we'll would be saying off. to Sacco, no, you'd like to think people say to Sacco, don't give any opportunity to give a penalty again. Don't don't be touch tight on a, yeah. a, a clever forward again. Yeah. You'd like to think. Yeah. But Whether you, that happens or not. You'd like to think that Michael <laughs> Oliver was chastened by what? Gary Neville said about his performance after the game and will give us a penalty within the next... Hopefully. ...first five minutes of the game. Well, I hope that, you know, Wilf's comments from a couple of weeks ago start working in our favour and referees start watching that closely. And in fact, we have had a question about that from Carter... Carterism77. Oh, Carter USM. People need to, people need to, oh, USM? Carter USM. Yeah, Carter Unstoppable Who is a Palace fan. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Jim Bob. Yeah, Jim, Jim Bob, Bob yeah. 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 Jim Bob. Oh. Um, Great band. I used to love Cartley and Stormsea. Did you manage uh, to yeah, do that? No, I didn't they were on, I remember their album thirty something coming yeah. out on Rough Trade. Yeah. Maybe it's him that's him that's, yeah, that's the him. question. Is it? Yeah, yeah, no, well. really? Yeah, yeah. Might be. Well, if it is, hi. Hi, Jim. Hi, hi, Jim. Um, he says, has Wilf given opposition supporters ammunition to boo him every game because he spoke out regarding bad tackles? Bournemouth were booing him for I can't, for no apparent reason on Monday. Well, they're booing him because he's Wilf Sahar. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. The this is the thing. Regarding bad tackles and the lack of ref protection, um, as much as I am on his side, I think Hodgson should have brought it up instead of Zaha. I, don't, I think it's a really interesting question and a really interesting discussion. I think Wilf has become like Joey Barton he's become a pantomime villain for most of the rest of the Premier League. Yeah. Probably yeah. not. Well, in the same Unfairly. way, that, in the same way that Ashley Young, for example, is, but when he oh. plays against us, he's booed right from the very first. Well, I don't, I don't really get that, but, but I still, I don't like Ashley Young. But, well, well, there but you I go. Though, but it's, yeah. it's, it's probably, I doubt if fan teams in the top six, whether their fans would be, would bother booing yeah. Wilf, but for for a lot of teams, he has become a pantomime villain. Yeah, he has. He, wrongly, he has a reputation for diving. Totally wrongly, yeah. 
he now, because of those comments, which we, he was absolutely right to make, he's now got a reputation for being a whinger. Mm. So that's fine. Uh, he needs to take that in his stride, basically. Hodgson, I think, has mentioned it on plenty of occasions. But Wilf was responding to a direct question he was asked in the heat at the moment. He didn't He didn't have a statement ready to read out. No. no. And all football fans are the same. Every you know, We will complain about players of other teams and those supporters of those other teams will say, what are you talking about? We had the same with AJ. Yeah. We, yeah, every, yeah, week, we every week yeah. we were having to defend yeah. Andy yeah. Johnson. True. Sometimes with less justice than, than Wilf, to be perfectly honest. We've yeah. had it with other players. We've yeah. had it with Johnny Williams a couple of times got labelled as a... A diver. Every every team's got a player. It's, yeah, we do it for Son at Tottenham after his antics at Wembley last season. Yeah. So it's like everyone, and it's the nature of being a football fan that you boo, you irrationally boo some people, and you irrationally defend. But it, it is also own. a mark of of fear from opposition fans, yeah, and, and, and almost yeah. jealousy is, that we've got yeah. a player this good. Yeah, yeah. and then Wilf occasionally, as at Huddersfield, gets the opportunity to stand yeah. in front of him with his, yeah. his fingers yeah. on his ears, and and, and all, all power to him. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's you know you listen to Wright and Bright talk about being booed, and just on the, on the colour of their skin, mm. and they said that the only way to deal with it is to score goals and yeah. stand in front of the idiots that booed you and, and yeah. get your revenge that way. And yeah. eventually they stop because they they realise that the more they boo the more you're going to try think, so, yeah. you know. we need to start worrying when we have a, when we don't have a player that's getting booed yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no we, that's it, a fair point it, well we know because if we don't have him we don't exactly, win exactly. Games, that's, so exactly, that's yeah. my point that's your point yeah. <laughs> okay speaking of uh, speaking, very poetically put thank speaking, you very much very nice. speaking of players that would not got booed but does get a lot of stick certainly from one member of this team um, <laughs> Joe Goodburn hi Joe. hi Joe says when will Wayne's good form end it's a bit of a negative way of saying I think Wayne has played very well recently. <laughs> I, I know, funny enough, Tom, yeah, my nephew, who's been had to have another operation, but he's come back. He's starting again with the training with the under-23s from tomorrow. Oh, sweet. Who's, who's a goalkeeper and a very good one, mm-hmm. who simply can't understand the criticism of Hennessy. He's only watched him on TV yeah. this, this year. But we know that Andy Street, Selzy, is quite critical of Hennessy. But you know, maybe because he looks after one of the other goalkeepers, you never know. I'd, I'd, this season, there's no, there's no reason to criticise. He, he made, he kept us in the game the other night. Yeah, he really did. He yeah. made, you know, the two saves almost back to back, and then a cut saving. He's, he, he's, there's no, there's no argument, with it. and everybody's argument is based on one goal at Watford, basically, where. Even Watford admitted that the, the wind was blowing at 80 miles an hour, but it just it looked like he was flapping at it. Mm. So that plays into the hands, but he's, he's been It, it is he's interesting, been, you know, yeah. it, it reminds of the, uh, the conversation we had in part one about Sacco. You get someone like Hennessy who will make maybe a mistake a game, yeah. and yeah. he's just completely, everybody attacks him. Sacco makes a mistake a game. Doesn't seem to get that's, the same that's, attack. That's a really good. That's doesn't a, get the same attack. That's yeah. a really good point. He really doesn't, yeah. and it's just like, hang on a second. What, what is? In fact, not, you know, he not only doesn't get criticism, he's kind of indulged by people who go, "Oh, well, it's just, just part of his game." It's part of his yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, we but, said ourselves, "Well, we just yeah, yeah. But, but it's Hennessy. If Hennessy makes one mistake a game, he's to, everyone just goes, "Told you, told you." And it's just like, yeah, but, it's just not fair. But Hennessy's he's doing all the things that we wanted him to do. He looks physically stronger. He's coming off his line more, both in the air and on the ground. Whether it's because he's got Tompkins and Sacco in front of him for the most part, I don't know. But, yeah. he's, but he's also doing all those people who say, "Well, he never keeps us in games." He has been doing that this season. Yeah, and if, if Sacco hadn't given away that penalty, he, yeah, yeah. Wayne would have kept us in that yeah. game. Yeah. Probably without would have been our man yeah. of the match. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, without a doubt. Agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been very good, and I think it's it's fair. And we said it before. 
we used to hammer him a lot on this podcast. It's only fair that when he's playing well, he, he gets yeah, the praise it. he deserves, and well, he's been did, really did, solid. He deserved a hammering. I mean, you know, time will never, never expunge expunge the image of him nutmegging himself at Villa, today, <laughs> yeah. which is, takes a lot of doing. So he does deserve the. But he's, you know, and then he turned it around a little bit. As and as I say, there's still people like Streety and others who would say, "Yeah, but he doesn't keep us in games." But he he, he did the other day. He, yeah, but he really did. Done, but it's yeah. nothing he does now that he wouldn't look at any other keeper. You know, people are talking about McCarthy at Southampton being an England goalkeeper. Hennessy's an international goalkeeper of just yeah. as much. I, I still, I still like, would like to see more from Guaita. Like, I still think he's probably a better goalkeeper, and that's really unfair to say because obviously I've not watched a lot of Spanish football. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in the cup games, and he looks he looks all right. I still think he will probably end up being our number one but, but it's only, no it's to only fair to, to Wayne to give him the praise when he plays well but there's yeah. no reason to drop the keeper why would you drop a player because you, the other player may be better than him <laughs> that's, fair, that's fair okay maybe like when, when that time comes you know yeah, but it's like when saying, Wayne's form drops it's like saying well, which yeah, I hope it doesn't it's like saying Will's playing really well but see, let's see how Kai Kai does <laughs> It might, might incidentally Wolf turn out infinitely be better. better than Kai Kai. Well, yeah, but, well, but it's the same logic, though. Hennessy might be Similar infinitely logic. better. Than, you know, I, don't, I don't want him dropped, and I, don't, you know, I yeah. hope he continues to play well for well, us. The logic, but all the people who don't like Hennessy, and they still fall back on this, even in the pub after Newcastle, they say, oh, yeah, as soon as Guy just speaks English, he'll be in the team. It's like, because, yeah, we're all right. Because yeah, you really need to speak English. That's, so. that's the logic, yeah. Well, you've got to learn keepers. Well, exactly. that's about it. I just, just look And back. your back four's first name. Just think yeah. back to Steve Mandan to be careful what you wish for sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, okay, last couple of questions. Um, Gary Bright Bridgman. Hi, Gary. Oh, hi, Gary Bridgman. As, as, a new, as a new fan to CPFC this season. Ooh, oh, congrats, welcome well, along. Well, well, yeah. well done. Have you been? Is there, you better be two years old, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he just put, is there hope? Question mark. <laughs> There's cool. always hope, Gary. Oh, mate, seriously, this is, this is a, as good as it gets, Gary. What's the matter with you? This is, this is top of the These pile. are literally our glory days. Is there hope? Mate, you'll be, you'll be pining for these days. Yeah. Welcome. Well, yes, of course. Welcome, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome, well, aboard welcome to the roller coaster. Uh, could, could we ask Gary to tweet the circumstances of him becoming? Yo, that'd a, be good. A new fan. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it might be that he's one of our American friends, or yeah. or he's moved, new to the area, or he's new to football, and yeah, 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 or new nice. to the area. Yeah, new that's to, we would like to know why he's chosen Palace. Just, yeah. like the same way that James chose Palace for mm. a very interesting. Yeah. Reasons. Those stories are always good, aren't they? Why, why you became I've, an Eagle? Excellent stories. Well, uh, Grey Jogging Bottom, Zakosh, was, yeah. was here for the Newcastle game. Was in the pub beforehand. Just really, we should get him to tell him, just really interesting listening to his stories about trying to hear a radio when it was still communist days back in, yeah. and his dad was a table tennis uh, umpire, so he was able to travel in Eastern Europe and could get, but chose Crystal Palace because he thought it sounded like the name of a, a new romantic band. And he loved, and because he, he loved, he loved Western music, and his right. dad would tape stuff for him off the radio in Yugoslavia and bring it back, and yeah. just really fascinating. And of course, he loves Palace every bit as much as we do. Yeah, well, this is the thing: no matter how you become a fan, you love it, it as much matter. as everyone else because you have to. Yeah. There's a group of Danish fans in the in the pub we got chatting to, and the, one of them is the, the Man United game we beat in five 0 was shown live on Danish TV, and his dad watched it and and said to the kids, "You're." Crystal Palace fans are amazing, now, and, the, and, the eldest, and the eldest kid just went, "Oh, my dad!" <laughs> <laughs> that was that. In Danish, and isn't that? 
amazing. But all those stories, are, it's, I love hearing yeah. stories yeah. like that. Well, Gary, let us know. Tweet us because it's often that these people like make it up if it's boring. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's a, put, a lot, put a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> well, but just, it's often, yeah, <laughs> it's just like right with the alpha. Yeah, <laughs> it's like our, our, our Finland branch, you know. But it's not, it's it's. But these are often the fans for whom it's even more important yeah. than it is for us because they get. I'm really proud of the fact that there's a bloke in Hungary that is as yeah. passionate about, especially because he's surrounded by Man United fans and yeah. Liverpool fans. Well, I'll tell you what, I might open it up a bit. Um, yeah, do. If you've got an interesting story as why you became a Palace fan, email us in, because yeah. I know Tweet's Limited, which is contact at fypfanzine.uk, and we'll read some out on the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah that'd be really good. Okay, last couple of questions. The Freestone. Hi, Freestone. Freestone. Says, in honour of my 40th birthday today. Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Freestone. Who who would you rank as Palace's all-time 40th best player? (laughs) 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 I'm really really glad we got some warning for this question. (laughs) Eric Young. Good shout. I was going to say Mark Edworthy. Oh, we are not Edworthy. I wouldn't put put Edworthy in the top 40. Oh, yeah. He won player of the year in 98. It's been a lot of years, though. (laughs) <laughs> it's been well more than 40 it's been yeah been Ninja's going, a good shout we've been Ninja's going since 1905 that's a great question it's a 40 really fantastic best. question uh, yeah. 40th Ooh. best player Fancy High you think no yeah he was good wasn't he was he when he, well, he stayed on the pitch you got <laughs> a great question happy great birthday question. happy birthday Hennessy. to the time. come on now that would be much easier to answer if a three year old writes in <laughs> in honour of my third birthday could you yeah. tell us yeah. <laughs> Jeff Thomas? What, third best player? Third best player. Oh. No. Well, no, actually, no, Ian Wright. Because you'd go, for me, I'd go Wilf, Lombardo, Wright. Oh, no, maybe Lombardo third. No, see, I'd have... Mm, see, well, you'd have Jerry Murphy, obviously. You, you, well, I probably up, wouldn't. Open up, up, up a can of worms there. But, well, Don Rogers would. But, well, see, it's oh, generational. Because you didn't yeah, all generational. But also, Jeff Thomas, it depends. If you're talking about best player... Or most influential players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different question. Because Jeff Thomas would be, yeah. would be right most up there. Would be right up there for we'll most right influential players. Best, most... best is Wilf. Yeah, yeah. Best yeah is probably. Wilf. But yeah, right, it would be. Right, it would be top right, three. Be top three, for his definitely. Impact, definitely. For his impact. But I would have Jeff Thomas top five without a doubt. Would you? And that's not just because... Oh, yeah, I would in terms of... I think so. I, Captain at our best ever. Yeah, and he was... Before people, now time. The problem with Jeff Thomas is that... He was the blonde... Yeah, bombshell. bombshell. He was the bombshell. Well, it was, that, it was that miss for England, which I don't Pretty think was. Bright. I think was an, an audacious attempt. Yeah, that was unfortunate in not going in. But oh, yeah. but that has that sort of tainted his. Being. But yeah. no, for a, as a Palace fan, I think he yeah. was. Yeah, he was great. It was inspirational. I'd be, he'd be, he'd be in my top five. Well, that's another good question. Another debate for another pod. Question, yeah. Well. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. finally then. Mark Agius. Hi, Mark. Oh, Mark Agius. Agius, sorry. I know that wrong last time, didn't I? He, he did. still in hospital. He's out now. Well, he's, he's, got, he's got an update. Says, he's as I'm a still... his the amount of bloody... Anyway, says, as I'm still recovering from knee surgery and last week's cheesy jokes... <laughs> I mean, they were that bad. I've had time... We forgot Peter Stilton. <laughs> Peter Stilton. He's not Palace, <laughs> is he? doesn't matter. It's a cheese. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've had time to think of another random question. I blame the morphine. Hmm. If you had a f- <laughs> if you had a friend or relative who had never heard of Palace, the fan base, the team's identity, the atmosphere, and all that, and your ability to take them to view a past game, any era in the flesh, which would best describe oh. Palace and why? Which game would it be? And he's put he put later on after thinking about it, probably Cristambul. I was going to say, say it's, it's got to be Cristambul. It's got to be. In recent years, I would say that it's got to be Cristambul. Otherwise, I would say the semi-final 4-3 yeah. Yeah. but I Probably think Christen, I think yeah, weird I think just in I terms of atmosphere I think because yeah. the atmosphere that night and it was, it, and it was also at it was at yeah. Sellers Park yeah. it was at Sellers and the atmosphere played a part 
in the goals. Yeah. Literally. The night we won promotion 70, against 79. Oh, that one. Oh, Burnley. Against Burnley. Mm. Oh, the, well, the playoff. Uh, the, 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 Play against Blackburn, Blackburn when yeah. we all sort of ran on the pitch at the end of the game. Yeah, that was exciting. But I, I would say, Chris I would Dambol, say, I'd say Chris 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 Dambol. Dambol. the, the atmosphere that, that night. Yeah. was I'll tell you what, though, that is a that is a good question. We've ended yeah. on three Mark, really good questions there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Only one of which was morphine influence. But, <laughs> so, so, so it's not big or clever, everybody. No, it's <laughs> not. I'm glad, just glad we weren't answering them on morphine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, you speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially as Mr. he's got the heavy cold over yeah, the snowflake over yeah. he's got a really snowflake. heavy cold he's, 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 he's so ill he hasn't eaten his second biscuit I'm going to eat it during, gonna gonna eat eat it during this break um, best of luck to Mark in recovery as well yes yeah, yeah so he's, he's, he's out now but he's he's not well enough to go on Saturday so well we hope has, you so recover ticket quickly <laughs> anyway in part thank you very much for your question cracking questions this week thank you very much in part three we're going to preview that game against Wolves on yep. Saturday so join us in a bit Right, well, welcome back. Welcome, welcome back to the Forever Pants. I'm finishing my biscuit. Welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Why did you start eating the biscuit? No, just I'm before. hungry. I'm hungry. You're, oh, you're hungry. Bless <laughs> you. Oh. And I'd forgotten about it. You diverted my attention. You're one of so. those people who doesn't want clapping because it might affect you. So no, we have I'm, to do I'm clapping. Hands. I'm fine with clappers. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh yeah, they can uh, do okay. one. I don't uh, understand that business about off. the students who have said you can't applaud because it's not you have to do jazz hands because mm. that's more inclusive. It's not for blind people, is it? Well, no. Or for people that don't like jazz. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is the FOP Podcast 267. your generation. <laughs> Sponsored by <laughs> Vector Printing for your printing embroidery needs. Go to vector.co.uk. It's Vector Weather. Okay. And JCIS for Global Research and Brand Consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Nicely done. Right. Wolves at home at the weekend. Not an easy game, given their form this season. Mm. And we desperately need a point. Uh, ben Clark. Hi, Ben. Hi, says, ben. is the panel as worried about the Wolves game as I am? I think... Probably, yeah. <laughs> I think it's very important not to go into this game thinking that Wolves are world beaters who are going to be in the Champions League at the end of the season. They struggle to beat Southampton on mm-hmm. Saturday. They are clearly a good team. They will stay up. They're still having that bounce from promotion. Mm-hmm. They've kept a, uh, uh, the same team all seven games, which is brilliant, but they're not unbeatable. Mm-hmm. They, pl- they beat West Ham when West Ham were at peak rubbishness just before they turned the corner. So, And I think what's in our favour is that they will try and attack us from the start, Yeah, which is... Which they, they'll be the opposite of... Of Newcastle, yeah. um, they will come with a little bit of arrogance about them. They will do, yeah. They'll yeah. come with a bit True. of attitude. They really will. They will. And I think they're, them, they're they're right for picking. Yeah, but I I don't think we should be looking at this as a game we can't win. We should be looking at this as a home game against yeah, a newly promoted side that have done really well. We should be looking to do to them what we did to to Fulham. Yeah, basically is is you know and not sitting back and playing as though it's an away game, but you know let's see what they've got to offer and then just show them that we're bigger and stronger than than they are. Hopefully. Yeah, I think things will will click, and hopefully, you know, they'll click. It'd be nice to go into the international break with at the very least a point. If we if we win and we get ten points, then our current form in the last four games will be one, two, drawn, one, lost one. And that's yeah. fine. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a big opportunity for us, then, isn't it? It's to really put this yeah. kind of this run that's been a bit frustrating behind us. <coughs> 
get a, get some goals, get a, at home. You so know, got a match. win ideally, but at least some goals at home. It'd be great to get some goals. Kickstart this season. It'd be great to get some goals. It'd be just great not to lose. You know, I mean, that's a we good to get a point. I mean, obviously, I, I I like Kev. I really believe we can win this game, yeah. and I think we 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 can surprise them by going out yeah. and playing like yeah. we know we can, yeah. and we should just go for it. And I don't, you know, this all this fanning around I think you know just just go for it go and, for it and surprise them they're yeah. better surprise us they're better oh, going yeah. forward <laughs> I don't think they've they've kept I think Saturday was their first clean sheet mm-hmm. but that wasn't that was by luck more than judgment because Southampton had a lot of chances yeah they're better going forward than they are at the back so we should be saying yeah we can score goals in this game yeah Certainly shouldn't be scared of them. No, definitely. But there is not. I think there is a, there are Palace fans who go, Oh, we can't win this game. Of course we can. Of course um, we can um, yeah. personnel wise, do you stick with Luca in the middle? Oh, sorry, no. not Luca, um, Maya in the middle? I, for a home game, yeah, I think we should. I think because he I think he will make us tick and I think the last twenty minutes against Newcastle we were very unlucky not to, to win the game. I, I personally I would it, it would be MacArthur Kayati and, and Maya. And Maya. But yeah. with MacArthur tucking in a little bit and, and do you think I, he'll I, drop, I would, I would, drop Luca? I don't think he would. What I'd, what I'd will. like to think, think he would do is that he'd drop Ayu and let's, let's go back to what kick-start. Will, will Fernandes. Yeah, let's, this, this time last season, in a home game against a team we thought we couldn't possibly beat, yeah. we, yeah, played, yeah, we yeah. played a completely different yeah, system and we played... Again, well, to be fair, that's one of we for night we did play well for ninety minutes because yeah. at half time we went well we can't possibly keep this yeah, up. And then the sec- true, yeah. if anything, in the second half we were better than the first half. So I think what you need though in that in that formation is you then need the MacArthur's and the Myers to be bombing into that box. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and take because those two absolutely. will drift wide. Yeah, and Macca was yeah. doing that last yeah. season. That's why it oh, worked. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what and Kabai did it for a goal in, against Chelsea. And in that game, Slup was one in that game that Chelsea couldn't handle because yeah. he was playing a sort of free roll. Yeah, behind them. So I, th- I just think we need to think a little bit outside the box. Mm-hmm. I think they've got not bad. I can't remember his name, but Wolves have got another giant centre half the way Southampton did. So the last thing we have to need to do is just Bolly. Is that Bolly? Bolly, Bolly. Yeah. So the last thing we need to do is put Ayu up against him. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> so which yeah. I suspect that might happen, but mm. I, I just think we need a little, a little change of. And I think something we just need something to bring the dynamism back, and I yeah. think that could be it. Mm. It's I funny that agree. we said this last season, and this this happened it, I just, exactly a year ago. And it was exactly this point, wasn't yeah, it? and I, I just think we'd had that dynamism. I, I don't think I was a centre forward. I don't think he'd ever want to play as a centre forward. But if he, he's not as good. He's just not as good as Ben Tegi as a centre forward, and it just slows things down if the players are under instructions to mm. feed the ball to him. So yeah. take him out of the equation. Just give Wilf and Towns, give Wilf and Andros yeah. a little bit of license because, especially remember the way Chelsea, the way they swapped sides, well, which they did yeah. in several games, yeah. so difficult to defend against. And that's a problem Wolves won't have faced. Yeah, and even get it out wide. Just get, get it out, out get wide. Out wide. Yeah. Play to our strengths. Yeah, Play to our strengths. Yeah, exactly. And which is what we haven't been doing. And yeah. that's what we should do. Yeah. I agree. Good stuff. Well, hopefully they do that. And yeah, hopefully sure we'll be back yeah. next week, obviously with the pod extra on Saturday and then the full pod next week. Hopefully we'll be talking about a more positive performance mm-hmm. and result for Palace. But in the meantime, thank you to both of you for being, being here. Thank you for hosting such a wonderful pod. You, oh, you I bit. hope you feel better soon. <laughs> thank you very much. You you I'm going to take a few sort of caramel biscuits home you, with me because I'm sure that'll help me out. Oh, that's, that's entitlement, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to take can I have a few biscuits <laughs> Uncle Kevin yeah. I'll just take the rest of your biscuits yeah, that's yeah, alright yeah. no, oh, I thought they were me. oh sorry I thought they were on offer anyway we'll discuss this <laughs> after the pod <laughs> thank you very much for your questions thank bye. you for listening we'll see you again soon bye bye, bye. <laughs>
Now this is a Dunkin' Run. A $3 sausage, egg, and cheese with a medium or larger coffee. I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Oh, a sausage, egg, and cheese croissant and a hot coffee. You got it. Wait, oh, oh. actually, a sausage, egg, and cheese and an iced coffee. Time for a Dunkin' Run. Add a $3 sausage, egg, and cheese to a medium or larger coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Offer valid with the purchase of a medium or larger coffee. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Sports Social Podcast Network.